Hi, and welcome to a quick thought episode of the Teach for the Heart podcast, where you'll get a powerful idea or word of encouragement in a short to the point format. Here we go. Today, I have an idea for you that I think will be helpful, honestly, regardless of what teaching situation you're facing. If you're using hybrid learning, it will definitely, but I think it will also be helpful if you're doing any type of remote learning, or if you have a situation where you have some people in person and other people remote. This idea is particularly helpful anytime you have students doing different things, Um, you know, people in, people out, people back in and out on different days, and you want to keep everybody somewhat cohesively together, this idea is really, really helpful. So what it is, is it's called learning cohorts. So what it means is that you pair students together into groups. Okay, so you might have four or five people in a learning cohort. And what you do is you mix up who is in that cohort with people that are in different situations. So if you're doing hybrid learning, you would have in that cohort um, some people that are in, you know, group A, some people that are in group B. And then if you have if you have all people that are all online, too, you'd also mix in people that are online. Um, if you're in in a situation where you have in-person learning and people that are at home, um, each group, you would mix in the people that are doing virtual learning with the people that are in person. And the goal of this is to help unify the classroom, unify their experience, unify their interactions, and also make it less difficult for you to keep communication consistent. Because these students are grouped into cohorts with people that are in other sections of the class or in other situations, then if they missed some announcement or some news that you announced on Tuesday to the A group of hybrid students but forgot to announce on Thursday to the B group of hybrid students, they'll still get that information. Obviously, you still want to do as much as you can to communicate to everybody, but this way, um, the groups are able to communicate with each other and kind of keep everyone on the same page. Now, what do you actually do with these groups? That is totally up to you. You can have them doing projects together if you want, but they also can simply be paired up with each other for the sake of holding each other accountable, um, answering each other's questions, helping each other out, that type of thing. You probably do want to build into your classroom some time for those groups to actually connect. Um, It can be as simple as, you know, when you're having time um, for students to do um, sharing, they go and meet with people in their cohorts. Or you give them a few minutes to craft a group email, um, or if they have an online spot to connect, um, you give them a couple minutes to connect. So I am not suggesting, unless you have time for this, I'm not suggesting creating this new complex system. What I'm suggesting you do is take whatever you're currently doing, however your class currently communicates, and just see if you can have a way for to group students together and encourage them to connect often with those people in their group. And like I said, you can have very and you can have very small group projects. So when I say group projects, sometimes you think, oh, it's like this huge thing. It can be something as small as, you know, every, I want everyone to share what they learned today and turn it in, you know, together all on one Google document. You know, it, you know, it will have what everybody in your group learn today in their various, you know, activities. So something small like that, where they're connected, um, they're turning it in as a group, but it doesn't really take any extra work from you to put together the activity. I think you'll find that this is something where at first, um, 
you know, you're not necessarily seeing the benefits, but as you implement it, it really is helpful to once again, build community amongst the different groups of students. So you still feel connected, but also, like I said, to put everyone together, to keep everyone more on the same page and um, to help each other out in that way. So if you try this out, you definitely have to tell us how it goes, share your tips for what's working and what isn't in our Facebook group at teachfortheheart.com slash Facebook. I also want to encourage you to check out the article that I got this idea from, and that's my friend Jennifer Gonzalez's article over at Cult of Pedagogy. Um, It is called How to Teach When Everyone is Scattered, and this is just one of the many ideas that she shares there. Jennifer is amazing at thinking through the actual teaching strategy um, in teaching. So it's at cultofpedagogy.com slash scattered, cultofpedagogy.com slash scattered. Um, You'll find an amazingly helpful article over there. One last announcement, we are having a pop-up merch shop for the holidays that I really want you guys to check out. We have some new designs that are really exciting, and we brought back a few of our most popular designs from this year as well. You can check it out at teachfortheheart.com slash merch. That's teachfortheheart.com slash M-E-R-C-H. Uh, these designs are going to be available just for a couple weeks. Um, this is a great opportunity to buy gifts for friends and family and for yourself too, if you'd like. Uh, so we hope you guys will enjoy Enjoy these designs available just for a couple weeks at teachfortheheart.com slash merch. Well, thank you again so much. I look forward to speaking with you again soon. In the meantime, keep growing, keep trusting. You really are making a difference.